Hello, everyone. My name is Brandon Brown, and today I am joined by a very special guest. With me today is Molly O'Reilly Kime, and they are your candidate for Vice President of Welfare in the Students' Union. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you for uh, thank you for joining me, Brandon. Sorry. <laughs> thank you for letting me join you, Brandon. I've always been told that I have a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so before asking questions regarding your manifesto and your vision for this position and the future of Lancaster, I think it's best we start with the basics. So who are you and what do you study? Uh, so my name's Molly O'Reilly Kime. Uh, I study computer science. I'm a third year, hopefully graduating this year. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, I've also been uh, on the Cartmel JCR. I've been on uh, the Real Ale Inside of Society Exec. Love that place. Uh, and probably most prominently for the position that I'm running for, I have been the LGBTQ plus forum socials convener since October 2020. That is a very significant track record right there. <laughs> very impressive, actually. All at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, so as stated before, you are running for vice president of welfare. Mm -hmm. For not only myself, but for those listening who may not be familiar with this role, can you explain all what this position entails? Um, so the vice president welfare is your point of contact within the students' union for any welfare concerns that you have. That includes like mental health, um, physical health to an extent. You know, we can point you in the direction of um, like medical services that might help you. Uh, any problems that you're having with landlords, we'll get onto that in a bit. Um, another really important job of the VP Welfare is to be the point of contact for the university's liberation forums. So those are the student groups that are supposedly supported and supposedly funded by the, well, they are funded by the Students' Union, but we'll get onto that as well. <laughs> Um, so they are the groups that represent the minority communities in Lancaster. So we have the Racial and Ethnic Minorities uh, Forum, previously the BAME Forum. Um, we have the LGBTQ Plus Forum, the International Students Forum, Women's Plus, Students with Disabilities, and Mature Students and Postgrads. I hope I've got all of them there. <laughs> that is a lot. Yeah, um, there's a, a lot job. that's covered under this job. Mm -hmm. um, so why is it that you feel that you are the best fit for this role? Um, so, like I mentioned, the the VP the VP welfare uh, is the point of contact for the forums, and I am currently, as a few people on Lank Fashions have pointed out, I don't know who's sending them. I genuinely don't, but I am the only uh, welfare candidate who has been on a forum, who's been on a forum exec, who's been heavily involved with it, uh, and basically knows what the structure of the forums are and the help and support that they need, because. The support that the forums need is very different to the way that like, the support that the societies need, the support that JCRs need, and the problems we encounter are often very different. Right. I, I agree with all of that. So with that being said, if there's one thing you could change about how the current role operates or the way in which it was previously run, what would it be? Um, well, I think that we need to change the way that the FTOs as a whole are perceived by uh, the student body. Um, obviously... Uh, this is especially important for a VP welfare who kind of needs that face-to-face -face, uh, proper communication with students. Um, so I want to basically dispel the idea that the FTOs are some kind of elite, that they're just in it for like a paycheck and don't want to do anything. Um, so one of the things I want to introduce is bi-weekly welfare drop-ins, um, which will give students the chance to meet me in person, find out what resources are available to them, uh, and overall just have a better relationship with the Students' Union. Throughout your journey, what is the main message you want people to hear from your campaign? But what I'm bringing to the table are practical solutions. Um, I know that education is important in some fields, um, in some areas, uh, and I am bringing education in the form of tenants' rights workshops, like teaching people how to read a contract, what their rights are. But there are issues that students face that 
can't be solved just by educating people. So, for example, um, safety in nightclubs. Um, it's really important that people are aware of spiking. Um, but what happened the last time that we had a big campaign, a big surge in awareness of drink spiking? People started getting injected. Um, the fact is, that so if someone wants to take advantage of you, they're just going to get more and more creative to like adapt to the ways that we've tried to protect people. So we need to make sure that like we're not just educating people, we're making sure that there are structures there to protect them, which is why I'm going to be bringing um, mandatory training for staff so they know what to do, who to call if you, you or your friend has been spiked, if you've been sexually assaulted in a club. Uh, I'm going to be making sure that bouncers aren't just kicking people out because they're too drunk, because I've seen that happen to people who have been spiked before. Uh, and I'm going to be working long term to build a relationship with a taxi company in Lancaster to make sure there is always someone to pick you up at the end of the night. It is appalling the amount of students who are forced to walk home. I had to do it on Saturday. I like I couldn't get a taxi. I had to walk to my house at like 3 a.m. Um, and I was just like at my mate's house, you know, um, <laughs> working on campaign stuff, if you can believe it. Um, so there's a reason why taxi drivers don't want to pick up drunk people. Uh, and it's because say if you like threw up in their car, they can't work for the rest of the night, um, which is a completely fair concern and we need to acknowledge it. If we can build a contract and we have a like financial agreement with them, we can make sure that students are being picked up uh, and that the taxi drivers are not taking, like bearing the brunt of drunk people being, being drunk essentially. Um, so it would be just as much about building a mutual, mutually beneficial relationship between taxi drivers and students as it is about just getting students home. So from reading your manifesto, you've touched a lot on landlords and the, re the relationship between landlords and their tenants. Do you want to talk more about that and how, you're, how passionate you are about in encouraging and educating the students of Lancaster along this situation? Um, yeah, so uh, I've been a big old tenants' rights activist for a long time. I get very angry about it. 50% um, of students have been subject to illegal practices by their landlords. Uh, I actually think it's higher. Um, because people don't know what their rights are. Um, university is our first experience of renting um, and landlords take advantage of that, it's just a fact. So I want to be making sure, first of all, that we know what our rights are and we know how to read a contract because there are some very like specific ways that things are worded. I'm currently helping one of my friends out who uh, has been without Wi-Fi in their house for like four weeks and but reading through their contract, it says in the contract that the Wi-Fi is included. So because their landlord hasn't actually provided a solution, their landlord is in violation of their contract, which means they have every right to just say, I'm not paying my rent. Um, so it's about learning like what the phrasing is uh, and things like that. Um, I also want to touch on the fact that the, the university or well, the student union has an accreditation scheme um, and it is it's sorely lacking. It doesn't really do anything. It's very easy to get affiliated. Um, so I want to make sure that we are holding landlords accountable if they are affiliated. Um, so we, if, um, say, like your landlord can't just walk into your house, like they have to give you a certain amount of notice, it's 24 hours. Um, there are exceptions to it, like say if a pipe bursts and it needs immediate attention, they can send someone over to fix it, but they can't just walk in. Um, and that happens all the time. It's one of the biggest problems that people experience as, uh, as tenants. Um, so we want to be making sure that when that happens, you can go to the, the accreditation scheme and you can say, my landlord did this and they can talk to the landlord. Uh, if, if it's appropriate, they'll fine them. And if they're a repeat offender, they're disaffiliated. Um, so it's about enacting practical ways and practical ways of holding people accountable, not just like saying, don't do that. 
how can the students of Lancaster follow you along your campaign journey? Is there an Instagram that they can follow? Is there a Facebook page, a link tree? Um, yeah, so my uh, Facebook is Molly for VP Welfare. Um, the tag is all one word, or if you just look up Molly for VP Welfare. Same with my Instagram. I'm also using the hashtag BlimeyO'Reilly uh, if you want to check that out. Thank you for coming on today. That was Molly O'Reilly Kime running for Vice President of Welfare. Make sure you all vote on the Student Union website. Voting opens March 9th and closes March 11th. Thank you.